Beathard sets up deep in the pocket. Goes down the field for Smith. Fifty-six yarder. It's got no. Does not have the leg. And Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Don't miss a thing from the world of college football. Stay right here for College Gridiron on WFUV Sports. Welcome back to another episode of College Gridiron. I am Danny Scott, joined with Tyler Who And Tyler, we're going to talk about the NFL Draft. The first round happened last night. A lot of crazy surprises, a lot of non-expected stuff, and then a lot of really chalk stuff. But it's kind of a sad episode, Tyler, because this is going to be our final one. It's been two years doing this podcast together, so I... Couldn't be more happy that I'm doing it with you, but, you know, a little a little sad moment. How are you doing, though? Obviously a little bittersweet, as you mentioned. Our last podcast, we made a lot of memories and uh, good and bad predictions together. More so bad on my end during the college football season. But, you know, it's been a great ride. We've had a great time. But I think yesterday I had the better end of the stick yesterday when it came to NFL draft stuff. Sort of. Yeah. Uh, like, at, no, you at, had Anthony Richardson, and that was about it. Absolutely. No, actually, we had a couple of fun little wagers. Nothing serious, just a couple of joking yeah. bets that um, I went pretty much like three and out or two and one two against and one, you. Two and one. That being said, the two big ones, uh, Anthony Richardson going number four overall to the Colts. Uh, Mr. Will Levis, your boy, did not get drafted in the first round. Will not attend today's draft, funny enough, uh, day two. Shocker. Absolutely hilarious. No, I'm not, I mean, I it do is hope. not hilarious. I'm kidding. I do. I do hope he gets drafted, just because you know, never gonna play on a man's downfall. But you know, I was right. You were wrong. I think that's pretty funny. But you know, this was a very interesting first round to say the least. Um, a lot of, as you said, first couple picks a little chalk. You know, Reddit. Uh, Reddit did have everybody up in arms, thinking, "Oh, Will Levis was gonna be the first overall pick or second overall pick," just because an unnamed source said it. But you know. Smokescreens lost yesterday, but um, to say the least, that was a fun first round. It, it was a very fun first round. I mean, the Texans trading up to number yeah. three, that was crazy. Having back-to-back in the top three. Bijan going number eight, mm-hmm. and then Jameer Gibbs going 12. 12. That yeah. was a shock to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the first four picks were pretty chalk. I mean, yeah. Bryce Young going one expected. CJ Stroud, you know, there was that whole smokescreen yeah. that he's going to slide. The Texans mm-hmm. are going... Defense at number two. Well, the Texans did go defense at three, and that was Will Anderson, who was the projected third pick. uh, That could have been the Cardinals. They trade back um, to 12 and then trade back up to six and draft Paris Johnson. Reminds me of what the Dolphins did that one year with the the Trey Lance stuff. Moved back into the 12. Actually, same exact move. Back to 12, up to six to get Waddle. Yep. Um, But... Very, very crazy first round. A couple of guys, uh, you know, no one was expecting to go in the first round. Um, and then, you know, a lot of guys that you know, were right there that, that everyone thought. Uh, but just a little recap. Uh, we mentioned the first three. Anthony Richardson goes four. Uh, Devin Witherspoon goes five. Paris Johnson, six. Tyree Wilson, seven. Bijan Robinson, eight. Jalen Carter, nine. And Darnell Wright, ten. Um, I think those... Uh, the the one that I have the biggest issue with, surprisingly, is not Bijan Robinson going eight. It's Darnell Wright going ten to the Bears. 
Um, he had one good year of college. Um, and it's just like, you know, he played for a top program, finally has one good year. I had him probably as my fourth best tackle right. in this draft. And for him to go 10, just a little surprising to me. I, well, I don't think he's a bad player by any means. I right. think he's going to come in and he's going to fill what the Bears need. He's going to do exactly what they need. I just think there were guys that were better than him that could have done that better. Definitely, you can say that, and I I do think Darnell Wright at ten is an interesting pick. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a bad pick because I do think. Yeah, that, I I don't think right. it's a bad pick. I just I think it's a, a little bit of a reach. I, I had him more in the the you know fifteen to twenty five oh, range. That's fair. That's where I had him. Oh, that that's where I had him too. But the thing is, I think that the Bears knew that he was their guy. Yeah. First of all, you know that. He kind of fit, he fits their scheme. He's gonna play right tackle from them from day one. Yep. He's that big zone mauler. He's a mauler. You know how Luke Getzey likes to run that little zone run, but like a little bit of zone, a little bit of power run depends what you really want. Uh, with Justin Fields, Khalil Herbert, they're the speedy guys in the backfield, obviously. But you get a mauler out in front. You got him and Tevin Jenkins on the same side, just opening up massive holes in the run game. That's absolutely huge. I do think that they knew that he was their guy. Obviously, I. I did rate Peter Skaronski higher. But I they had already... Skaronski higher, and I had Broderick Jones higher. He was, I don't he think was my, I... like, four. That's fair, but I think that Skaronski being more of a, he could play guard. They don't. The Bears don't really need guard. The Bears knew that they wanted that big right tackle to absolutely maul in the run game and set up fields in the pass game just as a good pass protector. Uh, I think that they knew what they wanted. If it hits, it hits. I mean, Darnell Wright is a mauler. He's a big boy. He likes to hit. He loves yeah. physicality. If it doesn't, unfortunately, you know, that sucks. Uh, the bear, the Bears football. will be the Bears. You <laughs> exactly. Know? But that's football. Um, you you, you got to swing for the fences sometimes. As far as other picks in the top ten, uh, Devon Witherspoon going five. Shocker. Little, I wouldn't say it's a shocker. Yeah. It's, it's a little surprising. I had Christian Gonzalez ranked above him. I, too, I think yeah. he's just a little more athletic. Uh Played a little better in college. Witherspoon's a great player, don't get me wrong. Right. Um, but I don't think the Seahawks needed secondary. If I was them, I personally would have gone Jalen Carter, mm-hmm. um, who we'll talk about right well, now. And and how about the Eagles trading up one spot, getting their guy, pairing Jalen Carter back up with Jordan Davis, and then a guy that we'll talk about um, in a little bit, getting Nolan Smith all the way down at 30. They're just recreating uh, that 2022, 2021 Georgia defensive line that is arguably the best defense in college football history. Don't forget, they also got Nicobe Dean last yeah, year, another exactly. Georgia it's guy. Crazy. They basically have the Georgia defense, which is honestly a pretty good strategy, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, take the best defensive players from the best defense in college recent college history. I think that's pretty logical, pretty smart. Howie Roseman is running laps around the NFL right now. He's doing an unbelievable job as their GM. As a Giants fan, it hurts because... They play in the same division as us. They kind of own the Giants. No, they own the Giants, I'll be honest. But um, that's a great pick. Jalen Carter, many people had him as the best player in the draft. I think you Me, might have. I, I, had, yeah. I had him as my number one overall prospect. Right. So for him to fall down to nine, I get mm-hmm. the character issues and everything. But realistically, like he's he's a freak. He is he's a, a freak of nature, animal. and he's going to tear it up. Especially, you get him in that locker room. You know, with the you veterans around him, Fletcher Cox, Hassan uh, Reddick, mm-hmm. even the guys on the offensive line, Jason Kelsey, Kelsey yeah. and Lane, Lane Johnson, Johnson yeah. who's going to be working with every single day. Mm-hmm. I think that's an absolute perfect situation for him. 
I hate right. it because I'm a Niners fan yeah. as well. And you're gonna see and, them, and in we're the gonna NFC see them. We're gonna see them at at some. We see them week one. Oh, um, God, I forgot about that. So that'll be that'll be interesting. Definitely, it's. I mean, it's a phenomenal pick. Um, the Eagles won the draft. I'd say they're one of my winners of the draft. I want to go back to the Witherspoon pick real quick because you we just glossed over that. I had Gonzalez as my CB one, but I think that the. Um, I think that the Seahawks, well, they obviously have played the cover three system forever. Yep. They're like big physical corners. Devon Witherspoon isn't big, but he plays way bigger than his size. The guy hits. Yep. He is a walking highlight. He is a hit stick machine. He's the like the next Cam Chancellor. Yeah, form. pretty much, except for in cornerback form. And you yep. got that opposite Tariq Wool and the big body uh, ball hawk. You get yourself two elite corners poten- potentially. Woolen's already elite. Witherspoon could be, and I do think that the Seahawks do coach their corners up very well. I think this makes sense. I think I would have ta- if I was them. I would have taken ter- uh, Tyree Wilson or Jalen Carter just to f- shore up that defensive line. But this makes sense. I do think that they had Witherspoon very high on their board. I think that they knew what they wanted to do. They wanted to get corner opposite Woolen, and then I guess they got Kobe Bryant, the other Cincinnati guy, in the slot or something. And the nickel I, corner. The nickel corner. They could put Quandre Diggs down there. They're. St- that secondary is very fun. I think it's, that it's very good. And then Julian Love, they signed him in the offseason. Jamal Adams, maybe it's just the box safety. They have so many pieces to play around with on that defense. It's very, very fun to watch. Obviously, it might be tough for your Niners. Being uh, they're not going to stop the run. No, they won't stop the run, but you know it'll be fun. You know those matchups always are fun it's until, always, it's until the third quarter. Game. Until the third quarter, where the Niners decide they're the Niners. Yeah, and they just blow yeah. away. But I think that the Witherspoon pick at first. I think we we're we were together. We both yeah. were like, "Whoa, what the hell?" Like Devon Witherspoon at five, like. But you they know, they knew what they wanted. And I think it, it was a good pick. Yeah, and then um, obviously the the big kind of shock to everyone. I will say I did call it. I texted you yesterday before the draft, probably around what three o'clock, and said, uh, "Bijan Robinson's going top ten. I I would guarantee it. He goes yeah. number eight. Um, and it makes a lot of sense if you really look at it from an outside perspective. So? Yeah, he's a top five prospect in the draft. Um, he's one of those guys. He's the Saquon Barkley guys. So you know, you know what? So he's worth. Value, he's yeah. worth a top pick, and especially in Arthur Smith's offense uh, when he was in uh, what's it called Tennessee with Derrick Henry. That offense was elite. Of course, Tyler Algier last year. Who's a nobody? Whoa, rushed whoa, whoa. for a thousand respect, yards. Respect him. Respect he's a, him. He's a no one. Rel- he rushed for a thousand yards. He had a thousand yards. Respect him. Yeah, I, but was that a product of Tyler Algier being good, or is that a product of the offense? A little bit of both. I think it's a, a lot on the offense, but it's just like every Forty ers running back. Of that's course, been but I just don't think it's a good pick. I mean, obviously, B. John Robinson is as talented as they come. They, he, you could argue he's the best prospect in this draft. I think he's a top, easily lock for top five prospect. That being said, the positional value of a running back, obviously this past year, running backs had a little bit of a resurgence. The running offense had a resurgence. I think around the league, the average yards per carry for a team was 4.5 yards per carry, which is insane. I read that like a little bit ago. That's why defensive tackle is so coveted in this Right, draft. defensive tackle, not linebacker, but just like defensive line. Yeah, I just don't like the pick. I just think that the, the Falcons have so many more needs. They need edge rush more than anything. They need corner because A.J. Terrell had a down year. They don't really have anybody opposite of him. They need secondary. They... Uh, <laughs> They need. They could take a receiver. Obviously, they had Drake London last year. Kyle Pitts. I expect to bounce back year. But like, yep. 
Why are you taking a running back at eight when you're you had the third best rushing attack in the NFL? You just had a rookie running back rush for a thousand yards. You have Cordero Patterson back there because he's you have, elite. Yeah, you've he, 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 elite. he opens it up. But, like, but that, that's a luxury pick. So, they, no, no, no. It it is a luxury. It's pick. a luxury pick. They don't but, have Danny. They don't have the luxury to do that. They're not a good football team. They did not make the playoffs last year. This is a luxury pick for a team that cannot make luxury picks. I think it's stupid, frankly. I think it's a te- like. Obviously, I think B. John Robinson's going to be amazing in the NFL. But why are you taking a top eight pick on a running back when you literally, when you're, I'd say this is their last need besides offensive line. <laughs> their running game was elite. Why are you taking a running back when your running game is already elite? It makes no sense to me. It, I'll, I'll say why it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, because I watched what the Niners did last year. And, and they're, they're different teams. Don't get me wrong. Okay, the ahead. Niners are a top five team in the NFL. Right. They trade for Christian McCaffrey, and it just opened up the offense so much more. It's going to take pressure off of guys like Drake London, like Kyle Pitts. It's going to make that offense dynamic. And Desmond Ritter sucks, so they're not going to be good next year. Yeah, so sure. they can go you're playing. You're Drake playing the Caleb Williams. Williams draft. Oh, so it was like eight teams. We talked about yeah, it. Together. We did, yeah, we did. We did. But I still think, I, uh, like, we we got to move on to talk yeah, about sure. some other guys. But I I think that's not an awful pick i i really like it um yeah. I, I think he's gonna be instantly come in and be a top five running back in the nfl whoa whoa that's a that's a bold claim is but, it um, is it name five better um i mean it is a, i was gonna say it's a bold claim but I, it does make sense Just it makes I've, perfect i mean sense. we saw Brees hall produce at a top five level last year and i think yeah. that b john's better than Brees. yes exactly in, in different ways but yeah, I could see it. I just, I just, I just think it, see, it I opens it opens up the offense and allows them to do more but, stuff. But the Niners were a they were they could make that luxury play because they were that good. Falcons aren't there yet. They're the not Falcons, there yet. The but they're they're getting. They went out and they got their guy and know that they're going to have another top pick next year. But Danny. The Niners, you look at the both sides of the ball. The Niners are elite, elite at both sides of the ball. The yeah. Falcons don't have a very good defense. Obviously, we're they went out. We're comparing apples and oranges, exactly. but I just I'm just don't saying. Think it makes sense. I think yeah. it. I we, think we could spend all day it, it opens. Yeah, we could. It, it just opens up the offense right. and makes them a better team all around. Yeah, it's fair. Um, moving on to picks 11 through 20, mm-hmm. uh, Peter Skaronski goes 11. Jameer Gibbs, shocking, the most yeah. shocking pick yeah. of the draft. Uh, Lucas Van Ness, 13. Broderick Jones, 14. Will McDonald, 15. Emmanuel Forbes. 16, Christian Gonzalez, 17, Jack Campbell, 18, uh, Kalia Canty, 19, and Jackson Smith and Jigba, the first receiver, mm-hmm. falls all the way to 20 to the Seahawks. Um, I think this is where everyone was like, whoa, what is yeah. what is going on in this draft? A lot of trades, Jameer too. Gibbs goes 12, Lucas Van Ness, 13, and I know you were high on Van Ness, but he was realistically a guy that should have gotten... Uh, late teens, early really? twenties. I saw him, I saw him mocked as high as eight to the Falcons many not, times. Not thirteen. I think um, Will McDonald was like a borderline first round guy, I, and yeah, I you, you said he's obviously he's, he's a, a freak, freak athlete. But he's I, a freak. I, I think he's going to be very good for the Jets with Nolan um, Smith and Miles Murphy on the board. I just uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I I, I I agree. I I think they should have gotten Nolan Smith, but but yeah, we had this argument yesterday mm-hmm. uh, about Tyree Wilson and Will Anderson. I'll take a guy that went to a lesser school that maybe didn't produce as much mm-hmm. over a guy right. that was uh, pretty good at a big school like a Will Anderson who, you know, he got he, got, he had the benefit of playing for mm-hmm. Alabama. I will say I'm not Will gonna, McDonald played right, for Iowa, Iowa State, State and still produced. Yes. 
Absolutely. You get him with right. elite coaching, he's going to be a freak. Yeah, that's also a good point. I think that he does fit that Sala scheme. He is 6'4", 239 measurements, which is typical like 3-4 outside linebacker edge rusher size. <laughs> Nick Bosa. <laughs> Bosa's much bigger, I think. Bosa's no, like no. 260. Uh, he wasn't coming in. He might be now. You, I think he was six, um, six, three, two, six, well, four, two, fifty coming in. Oh well, yeah, it's big. Bosa's two sixty-seven now. That's, yeah, that's, he, 20, I mean, that's thirty pounds, damn near. Uh, I know it's. I, mean, I will say, I'm not gonna doubt the Jets. Listen, the Jets had that generational draft last year where yep. they hit on pretty much every pick. I, they made. I'm not gonna. So I'm, I'm, not, not gonna I'm not gonna doubt it. Doubt Joe Douglas anymore. Uh, Joe, Joe Douglas is that guy. So I will say, could be a really good pick. Um, the, we'll the other couple out. I want to talk to uh, talk about, and, and we'll just go quickly Let's through these because I want some I want a, some time to talk. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, yeah. crazy that he went number twelve. Yeah. Uh, a, a lot of people didn't have a running back going in the first round. Yeah, and we had two go in the top twelve. <laughs> yeah, um, Bijan going twenty six to the Cowboys, and t- they yeah, both ended up in the top twelve. I had him going twenty seven to the Bills. Yeah. Um, Jameer Gibbs goes off the board at 12. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he's a great running back. Yeah. This is where I go positional value. Yeah, me he's too. not he's not Bijan Robinson. Is he a great running back? Yes. Yes. Could you have gotten him at 18 still? Absolutely. Yes. I I just I don't see it. Uh you know, he's going to he's going to come in. He's going to be good. Yeah, the Lions that, don't have line, the Lions don't have many holes. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, it opens the door for a DeAndre Swift trade. Yeah. I I don't see what val- like at max maybe a third or a fourth. I think Swift gets moved uh today probably for a fourth. I don't yeah. think his value is very high. I don't I think, think his value is very he's I, think, I think he's and he's also not as good as people thought he was. I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. Um I do think Jameer Gibbs is a great player. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Yeah. Positional value that early and trading back for it, I don't love it. I don't um, like. I don't love it either. He is, I guess, their lightning to um, David Montgomery's thunder. You have to remember yeah. they did sign Demont. I think that Gibbs is a very dynamic player. I love. I love his yeah. game. I think he's very fun to watch. A lot of people compare him to Alvin Kamara. I don't know if I see that exactly, but very similar. Similar idea where he's super shifty, one cut back, and he's a very elite receiver for a running back. And I think that he's going to be a very fun weapon in Ben Johnson's offense, where Ben Johnson can deploy him as a slot receiver in like a, a lot like a Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, yeah, McCaffrey's one of one. But you know, play him like that. Play him like a jack of all trades. Where, but I just at twelve, I don't love it. I don't Obviously, love it I do think he's gonna produce it right away, just because that Lions offensive line is one of the best, if not the best, in the NFL. So I think that he's gonna slot in right away and just be an elite running back from day one. That being said, positional value that applies to their pick at eighteen, Jack Campbell as well. I think Jack Campbell. Yeah, that's was my, that's what the one I want to talk about. He, yeah, go. You I, I, far away? there, there was not a. Linebacker that yeah, was mocked in the first round. Class. It's a very weak linebacker mm-hmm. class. Campbell's all right. He's not a first round pick. Right, borderline Drew, first. Drew Saunders, I had ranked above him, and uh, I didn't have him in the first round. Neither did I. Yeah. I think these guys were both uh, early to mid second rounders, probably like thirty five or later. Right. That's where I would have seen both of them going. Not eighteen. I think the yeah. Lions, you know. They they kind of botched this draft I, at the first yeah. round, in my opinion. They but, have they have a very big opportunity in the second round uh-huh. to right a lot of the wrongs. Right. Um, Michael Mayer is still on the board. They have yeah. picked thirty four. Uh-huh. Um, they just sense. traded T J. Hawkinson away. Sense. Um, I think that's a very good fit for Mayer. Yep. Um, but and then also uh, the last one I want to talk about in this this range, Christian Gonzalez falling all yeah. the way to seventeen. 
Uh, Bill Belichick is a wizard, yeah. and Christian Gonzalez is going to be an All Pro within the next three years. Absolutely. I mean, Christian, you got what? Christian Gonzalez. You got Jack Jones. You got Jonathan Jones. That's the probably one of the best trios, cornerback trios in the NFL yeah. already. Gonzalez, to me, I think we're uh, no, no, I know we're both on the same yeah. page. CB one. Obviously, some teams look at him a little differently. He was the third cornerback off the board behind Devon Witherspoon and Emmanuel Forbes. I think that I don't really know what the concerns were. Maybe that he only played one level of el- one year of elite football. He's a great press man corner. I think that he's very athletic. I think he's just he's got the good prototypical size, length, and he can do a little bit of everything. I think that he's going to be an impact day one impact guy. He's not going to be guarding number ones because I think that's going to be Jack Jones or Jonathan Jones's job. But he's going to be so good in that Belichick system or Belichick can make any corner look good. Look at what happened to J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson left, fell off the cliff. Yep. He was so good with um, he was so good with the Patriots. Belich, this is a match made in heaven. I think that the Patriots, home run pick. And then uh, also, Kalia Kansi is going to be a, a wrecker. He's, he's going to be so he's good. He's going to be a stud. I, I, they they were comparing athlete. him to, to Aaron, Donald. Uh, Aaron Donald. Obviously like, lofty. Yeah, he's very lofty. Yeah, the, P- the similarities are there. Yeah, Pittsburgh, undersized say. DT, yep. athletic, freak. Yep. I love it. I think that Kansi pick is amazing. Yep. Next to Vita Vea. Oh, my. That is fun. And then JSN. Good pick. Uh, good pick by the Seahawks. He, he instantly pick. comes in makes that offense better. I mean, yeah. Tyler Lockett. Uh, Metcalf and Smith and Jigba is, is a three-headed trio yeah. uh, that's going to give my 49ers nightmare because Gino's their gonna have secondary a lot of fun sucks. <laughs> Gino's going to have a lot of fun next year. He's got weapons on every single spot in the offense. But uh, moving on to 21 through 31, uh, Quinton Johnson, wide receiver out of TCU. The guy that I had as my third receiver mm-hmm. um, goes as the wide receiver two. Zay Flowers goes to the Ravens. I had that mocked, projected that perfectly, even though you... Uh, thought he was going to fall to the to your Giants, whatever. I wish. Uh, Jordan Addison completes the wide receiver run of four in a row, going 23 to the Vikings. Deontay Banks then goes to the Giants. Dalton Kincaid goes to the Bills, and I love that pick. Um, Absolutely. Maisie Smith to the Cowboys. Anton Harrison to the Jags. Miles Murphy to the Bengals. Brian Brzee to the Saints. Nolan Smith to the Eagles. And then I'm going to butcher his name. Felix. Uh, I don't. DK, Uzama. Uzama, yeah. yeah. Uzama, um, yeah. He go. He goes to the Chiefs. Um, we'll just go through these super quickly because yeah. I got some questions for you. Um, but Quentin Johnson, uh, I think I compared him to Mike Williams, yeah. and that's gonna be a perfect guy to learn under mm-hmm. Mike Williams um, in LA. Um, I really like that. Uh, Match up with them. Well, I would have gone Jordan Addison because I think he's the next Keenan Allen type of player. Wow. Jeez, um, lofty. Lofty. I, I yeah. type type of player. Yeah, type. Not yes. not the Flat. next Keenan Allen because right. Keenan Allen is is very very, very good, good yeah. at football. Yes. Um, but Quentin Johnson, I really like that uh, matchup. And then Zay Flowers going to the Ravens. That, I think this might have been the best pick. best pick in the draft if we're being completely yep, honest. I agree. Um, I had him going here. You said no, the Ravens. There's no way. Uh, they re-signed Lamar to yeah. a massive contract yesterday. Draft so Zay happy Flowers. For Lamar, man. Um, it, it's a match made in heaven. Absolutely, I think that Zay Flowers. He was my second receiver in this class. I thought that he should have gone to the Chargers, if anything, because I think the Chargers, their problem is they don't have that burner, that separator. It's not even the burner. Their receivers, both of them, Mike Williams is not fast. Keenan Allen is basically got tight end speed. He's like what Larry Fitzgerald was in his last couple of years. He's not fast. 
You need a guy to separate. Justin Herbert, why were his numbers down? Nobody was able to separate last year. I think that Johnston is a good, good pick. Uh, he's a good player. I just would have gotten flowers there, but I feel like that's nitpicky. I think that maybe, well, not I think that maybe. We know that the Chargers had Johnston higher on their board, and that's why they yep. took him. Makes sense. I think that Lamar is the happiest man alive. You got Zay Flowers now. Zay Flowers, OBJ, Rashad Bateman. That's a fun receiving core. And, All, and very, Andrews. Yeah, and Mark Andrews at tight end. I think that's, and Isaiah Likely is the backup who's no slouch himself. I like where they're going. Todd Munkin is their new offensive coordinator. coordinator. You know that Lamar's going to want to pass it more. That's going to be a fun team to watch next year. I'm very excited to watch the Ravens next year. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll just go to my Giants real quick. Deontay Banks. Giants needed a corner very badly. Uh, all last, the receivers yeah, got all the receivers swiped. gone. Unfortunately, Giants didn't trade up, but I'm fine with it. Just because your CB wants a Dory Jackson. I'm pretty sure he's a free agent next year. And, and you lost Julian Love. Right, you lost Julian Love. And you watched the Giants. To yeah. Seattle, by the way, too. Yeah, That's I another know. guy that you can add to that Seattle. I know. Area. I mentioned him earlier. I was going to say, you look at what the Giants did last year. Wink Martindale, very fun defensive coordinator. He fits Deontay. Deontay Banks fits that system very well because people were comparing him to Marlon Humphrey. Obviously, wing coach Marlon Humphrey in Baltimore. Um, at points last year, the Giants' CB1 was Fabian Moreau. Let's be honest here. <laughs> Fabian Moreau ain't getting it done. So you get a very good cornerback who is a press zone corner. He's a zone corner right now, which fits that Wink Martindale system. Can play press. Needs to improve a little bit in man coverage, but I think that he's capable of. Freak athlete. He had a, he was a 99th percentile athlete in the relative athletic score, which is unbelievable, obviously. I think that this is a home run pick. I'm very happy with it. Surprised that I'm going to bring up one name that I'm surprised that fell into the second round is Joey Porter Jr. I think we're yep. both very surprised about that. But I think that the Giants were very confident in Banks being their guy. Great scheme fit. I'm very happy with it. I think most Giants fans are very happy with it. A lot of Giants fans are like, oh, why didn't we trade up for a, for, uh, for a receiver? I, I think that you can get a receiver in the second round, like uh, a Josh Downs or Jonathan Mingo, Tank Dell. I think that the Giants are fine, and I'm really happy with this pick as a Giants fan. Home run pick by Joe Shane. Uh, I, I agree. I think it's a good pick, even though he, he was probably my – like with with Porter and him, it was like three A three B. It's such then, a deep corner class yeah, that could go and, anyway. And I think honestly, that, Emmanuel yeah. Forbes, Forbes was lower is, for me. He was probably five. He was for five. Me. Yeah, he was five for me. And five, then maybe I have six, Ke- yeah. Keely Ringo at six. I'm not high on Ringo, so uh, I, yeah. I, there, there's too much to go on to um, there. It's such a deep class. But yeah. I want to talk about what I think is the what's going to go down as the steal of this draft, and that's Nolan Smith yeah. at thirty. Uh, the Eagles. Killed it. I mean, Jalen Carter yeah. and Nolan Smith. You get two teammates that are that are good friends and pair them back up with Jordan Davis. Right. We already talked about it. And they got Nicobe Dean as the future linebacker yeah. right there. But it's Nolan, so Nolan Smith is arguably the biggest freak of nature in this entire class. Yeah. Runs a what sub four 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 forty freakish athlete. Freak athlete. Um, he's going to be great there. But he, yeah, he's unbelievable. Um, I want to ask you what what was your favorite pick of the first round, and then um. To go along with that, what's your biggest head scratcher? Favorite pick, um, it was Zay Flowers. Uh, definitely, I think Zay Flowers makes that offense very fun, very dynamic as an elite separator. Um, I think Zay Flowers was obviously I mentioned him by uh, my second wide receiver could have a case for number one just because I think his ceiling might be higher than JSN's for all we know, just because of his athleticism. 
I think that that and um, I mean, obviously, it hurts me to say it, but Nolan Smith pick. Um, yeah. You got him. If he, if he like bulks up just a couple more pounds, he could be that Brandon Graham replacement in a couple of years, up opposite Hassan Reddick. That he, the rich get richer. Yeah, that, that when, team you're, is when your team is good enough, you just have the ability to make these luxury picks, exactly. and it's so unfair. It's the rich get richer. Howie Roseman is running an absolute phenomenal operation over there. Uh, it makes me really jealous, but I do. I have a lot of faith in my team. Obviously, the Giants. It's just that the Eagles had that front head start already, and they're doing so well. Those two. Definitely. Zay Flowers, Nolan Smith. My oh also Jalen Carter, I forgot that. Um so basically anything the Eagles did. Um my biggest head scratcher are the two running backs and Emmanuel Forbes. Um I think that Forbes was my C B five. I think he's very undersized. Um I also think that a lot of his picks, his interceptions were right place, right time. I don't think he was like he gambled a lot and I don't know if that's gonna translate in the NFL level, especially you're gonna play in the division with C.D. Lamb, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, and maybe if the Giants get an elite receiver down the line, whoever the Giants get. And you're going to have to, obviously, I'm not going to even talk about Terry McLaurin because it's the same team. But I don't like that pick very much. Gonzalez is right there. Maybe that the commanders had Forbes was a better scheme fit, but I just don't really love it. He, he He's probably going to prove me wrong now that I say that, but I just don't <laughs> love it. But um, And then the two running backs, I just don't get it. Uh, I don't really understand what the hell the Falcons and the Lions were doing. I already explained my Bijan reasoning. Same thing applies to Jameer Gibbs. Why the hell are you taking a running back at 12 who's not the best running back in the class? And you could have taken anything on defense. The defense, you could have taken Christian Gonzalez there. Yeah, They needed a corner. We talked, we were looking at each other we're like, Christian Gonzalez, 12. Lions. I said I, I guarantee it. Yeah, we guaranteed it. And like Okuda, they traded Okuda. Yep. They Who did was replace- their third? And maybe they're just gun shy on corner now. Yeah, of course. That makes sense. But And they picked up Cam Sutton, who's a good corner. Yeah. Why are you not taking Christian Gonzalez? I don't know. Um, and they have, obviously, I'm not, neither of us are very high on Swifty, but Swift, Montgomery, that offensive line will give you elite run protect or run production no matter what. Just Jameer so Gibbs good. is going to be great in the NFL. Oh, he's going to be phenomenal. Don't, it's just a, it's don't, a, yeah. don't get us wrong. We're not, yeah. we're so not, so will be John Robinson. We're not talking bad on Jameer Gibbs. It's the positional value. It, it's the positional value mm-hmm. that you might have been able to get him at 34. For real. Um, uh, yeah. I think, I think we both kind of looked at each other. And said, you know, as soon as Bijan goes off the board, we're going to go, okay, Jameer Gibbs is going to be a first rounder. Did mm-hmm. we expect him to go 12? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, um, sir. But to go with my my favorite, um, we've mentioned his name a, a ton of times, and Christian Gonzalez, mm-hmm. um, getting him at 17 to the Patriots. That's a grand slam pick. I it, forgot. That, a, that should be my favorite pick, too. It's. I think it's a, it's a match made in heaven, and how the Patriots were able to pull that off by trading back from 14 and yeah. still getting Gonzalez mm-hmm. is crazy. Um, and then I think the obvious pick, you already mentioned the Lions and the Falcons, um, but I already mentioned it earlier. I think Darnell Wright going 10, I, I, again, I think Darnell Wright is a great player. Mm-hmm. I just think that there were guys that were better than him that right. could have gone above him. Um, and you could have traded back, like, to I don't even know, and, and probably still got him at 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, somewhere in that range. Right. Um, but as far as trades go, um, I think the the best move, uh, I I think you'll agree on this, was the Eagles going up one spot from 9 to 10 for just a fourth rounder to get Jalen Carter. Um, And then least favorite move, uh, for me, um, it was the Cardinals trading back 
to 12 and then trading back up to six and getting Paris Johnson. Right. Um, I think Paris Johnson's great. I think he was my my tackle one. Yeah. Um, however, great. you might have been able to get him at 12. You can't bank. It, I don't, I don't you can't know. bank on it. You got to yeah. go get your guy. I get it. But Broderick Jones was not far behind him, in my opinion. And you could have just kept your picks. You also got to think about it. Organizations think very differently than I do. I'm not going to say the Cardinals are a well-run organization because I think they're probably the worst-run organization in, in the NFL. But Kyler wanted his guy. and Ky- Kyler got his wish. Kyler got his wish. He basically runs that franchise from his gaming chair. But, you know, <laughs> I think that that wasn't a terrible pick. I think that, yes, obviously, I had him around 8 or 9. But if he's your guy, you go get him. You slot him in at your left tackle for the next 15 years. You pray to God that he's good. Knowing it's the Cardinals, it probably won't go well. But I, I mean that that was the uh, that's the Nick Bosa insurance pick. That's exactly what that was. Yeah, pretty much Nick Bosa insurance. Uh, who else? Nwosu. Uh, literally anybody in that division. Who else is in that division? Uh, Aaron Rams. Donald. Oh, Aaron Donald. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, he's not going to be matched up against Aaron yeah, Donald. But, but still, still, still like whoever the Rams pick up. He still got to be uh, well insured there. So um, yes, it does make sense in my mind, just because. I the, just the, I the I the didn't Cardinals see needed, you probably could have yeah. traded up to like eight and still gotten him. I just think that uh, I just don't see the you needed your guy. So I'm they like, got yeah. their guy. It's just it's personally it's a little bit of a head scratcher move to me. You trade back. Uh, you probably could have traded back with. Let's see who at three. Who who would have jumped up to three? Maybe someone like the Raiders the, or something like the Titans. that. The remember, Titans. Remember, there was buzz around the Titans. Yeah, yeah, could have worked. Yeah, I think that it's slight. It's a slight head know. scratcher. I think. I think that that's just us like ranking the whole system a little differently than NFL teams yeah. do. NFL teams I, see and, it. And I mean, that's why inside. I, yeah, we're also inside, much yeah. younger than those guys, and right. who knows if we'll be doing this one day? Probably not. But yeah, that's why not, they're doing that job, and, and we're talking on a podcast. Of course, but we're having um, fun with it. But who? What was your least favorite move? Least favorite move? Yeah, trade. Um, give me a second. Um, trying to think of my least favorite trade. I mean, the obvious pick is the Bears trading down, missing out on Jalen Carter, where he fills positional need. I mean, they they when they had the number one pick, they were saying Jalen Carter is going to go there, and then he falls all the way to nine, and, and he's sitting right there. Yeah, you know what? A fourth rounder to move back one spot, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I just I I hated that move as well. I think that's uh yeah definitely uh questionable. I think uh what do you call it? The lines moving that back from six to twelve, and then taking Jameer Gibbs. Obviously, we could talk about that all day. Yeah, I don't think there are any egregious trades. Just questionable stuff. Uh, definitely questionable. So I feel like we're all on the same page there. Very weird stuff with the tra- trades. Um, and then before we talk about the the guys that are going to get drafted today, um, who's your first round winner and who's your first round loser? I'll, I'll start. Um, I think the chalk pick is the Eagles. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to go a little different, and I'm going to say the Ravens won the first round. They got Zay Flowers. They signed Lamar to a new yep. mega deal. Yep. Um, you you secured your quarterback of the future and a wide receiver of the future. Um, to go along, it's a first class organization, very well run. Um, I just think that it, it's a match made in heaven for for Zay Flowers. The winner is Lamar Jackson, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think the Eagles are another chalk pick. I do think that the, the, the Texans, Eagles. I think yeah. the Eagles 
did win oh. win the first round, but I'm going to be a little different and, and give credit where it's due to another team. Oh, absolutely. I think the Texans are another winner. Obviously giving up that a haul for number they, they three. They gave up a haul. But you bank on Stroud being good. You bank on your guys, and you bank on the development. Obviously, next year you sacrifice a first-round pick. I believe they gave up a first-rounder. Yeah, their first-rounder. Which or was it their first-rounder, or was it the Browns' first-rounder? Because they I, had both. Yeah. I can't remember. I don't know. They they gave up a lot. They still have a first-round pick next year regardless. They do. So, not the worst thing in the world. They get their guy, their game wrecker, Will Anderson. You get your quarterback in C.J. Stroud. So you secure your two franchise pieces, which is massive. Yeah. That's good news. Um, Another winner. I'm trying to think. I have – oh. um, You don't have to give more, uh, but yeah. who, who's your loser? My loser? Um, Let me think. Who is my loser? Um, And the oh. chalk the chalk picks. Oh, I forgot. The, another winner is the running back position just for high yeah. value again. Uh, my loser – Lions, I just don't like their draft process. Yep. And I think that the organization is very well run now. Brad Holmes has done a really good job as their GM turning that team around from a laughing stock to respectable. And I think they're the best team in the NFC North. That being said, they didn't really hit on the first round picks. Um, loser, Will Levis, obvious pick. Yeah. Um, rough day for the boy. Um, but yeah, he, those two are my real obvious losers. Can't really think of much more. Um, I think everybody else was like, whatever. It was meh. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think the chalk pick is obviously the Lions. I, I just they didn't get positional value. Linebackers can be found late in the draft, and so can running backs. And they took both in the first round with like decent picks. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. Um, yeah. I think you know there was just so much value on the board, and you could have got a very good offensive tackle at twelve. And then you had to trade away um, your early, early second rounder. What was it, 34 yeah. uh, that they traded away? I guess they still have 33, but you could have had essentially three first-round picks. Yeah. And you went and got a, a very, a very, very good offense tackle. It was my OT1. Um, I think he was very yes, good. Yeah. I just think you could have got him a little bit later right. or, or someone else that's Right there with them a little bit later. Also forgot another loser that happened way before draft. The Bears um, trading basically 32, which is a first-round pick basically, for yep. Chase Claypool. Yep. Let's be honest. Chase Claypool's not a receiver one. He's not a receiver two. Maybe a receiver three. I think that's a really stupid pit, uh, play by Ryan Poles. The Steelers have a first-round pick pretty much just doing that. And obviously losing on Jalen Carter. I think the Bears are kind of losers of the draft. Yeah. Um, but moving on to uh, the guys that we're going to see go today, maybe tomorrow, or definitely not tomorrow. There are, these guys are going to go today. Um, Will Levis, Michael Mayer, Joey Porter, Brian Branch. Um, I could see Hendon Hooker going today. Definitely, uh, yeah. Darnell Washington, Osiris Torrance, yeah, I had him as a first rounder. Yeah. Um, Keon White, I had him as a first rounder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keely Ringo, Jalen Hyatt. Michael Schmitz, best yeah. center, or best or second best with Joe Tipman. Um, There's a lot of guys that are still there, but I'm just talking about, you know, the top four guys that are still there. Will Levis is still on the board. Mm -hmm. Joey Porter is still on the board. Michael Mayer is still on the board. And Brian Branch is still on the board. I know you're a big Branch guy. Um, Will Levis, you know, looking at who has these second round picks. um, I saw a mock of today having him go to the Rams at 36. And I think that makes a ton, a ton of sense. Yeah, you, me too. you sit behind Stafford for mm-hmm. a year, you know, big arm, 
can be mobile if he wants to. Doesn't have to be mobile. I don't know about Stafford being mobile. When he was young, though, he could move around a little bit. Stafford's like 45 years old. But 35. (laughs) I'm kidding. But but crazy arm talent. Absolutely. Learning behind Stafford, learning that McVay system, he could be very, very good there. I think that would make sense. Um, For Joey Porter, I think he'll go 32. Yeah, Steelers. Uh, to the Steelers, we thought we thought he was going to go um, potentially fourteen when no, the Steelers seven, were drafting. Yeah, I think they had seventeen. They, they traded yeah. up to fourteen, traded to, up to, 14, to get yeah. Broderick. Uh, Broderick. Good, good move. Great move. I, I like that move. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Mayer, I see him going thirty-four to the Lions. I agree. Uh, to to kind of fix their draft, the Lions also have uh, forty-eight, and that's where we could see someone like Keely Ringo going. Because um, they do still need secondary help, yeah. um, I think Branch will be gone before that. I don't really have a great idea of where Branch is going to go. I don't really know who I'm needs to, secondary. I'm trying to see. Let me. Uh, um, let me looking look, at look. it, maybe someone. I mean, Arizona could take him just because Buda yeah. Baker requested a trade. Yeah, that's true. Just remember that. I think that, that, that would be a, Branch a, would be a very a good, good move for them. Um, Absolutely. But I'm as far as the rest yeah, of the guys go, I think those those were the four biggest like real head scratchers. Like how. I don't even think Branch because I, I argued with you about Branch yeah. being a first rounder. I thought rounder. he'd be a late first rounder just because his, his versatility and he's so good. There's at just he no does. Yeah. great safeties. That's true. Um, and, and then looking down the board a little bit, Darnell Washington is still there. Yep. I don't know who else needs tight end. Maybe someone like the Raiders at 38 could go there. They just traded away Waller, Foster Moreau. Um, yeah, has cancer right now. Yeah. Um, Wishing so, him a, the best yep. recovery. They, I they're tight endless. I could see Washington going there. I mean, Musgrave and could go if, there. Yeah, there are a lot Musgrave. of tight ends. Laporta, um, this is a strong tight end if, class. If the Lions don't take Mayer at 34, I would say that's almost a lock that the Raiders would take him at 38. We can't lock anything in just because of yeah, how, the, I, how yeah. un, like, random this draft um, has been. Osiris Torrance, he'll get taken early for someone yeah. that needs O-line help. E- even for someone that doesn't need O-line help, I could very easily see him going 37 to Seattle mm-hmm. um, to kind of shore up that that inside. You yeah. know, you got Aaron Donald in that division. Yeah. You got Javon Hargrave in mm-hmm. that division now. Um, I don't really know who Arizona has. Um, really, <laughs> no, no more JJ Watt. No more JJ Watt. Yeah, um, they just have vibes. Not even <laughs> there. There's a lot of there's a lot of good guys still yeah. out there. Um, and especially these first, you know, seven or seven to ten picks in the second round. Yeah. They're they're first round guys. They're they're guys that are right on that border of like, first this is round. A strong class. It's a very strong class. Very deep class. And, and this is what one of the things that I remember reading up on is they're saying for these teams that are, you know, in their rebuilding mode and, and even for these teams that are, that are elite, it kind of sucks for the, the middle of the road teams because they're not really going to be able to get right. that elite guy. Yeah. Um, but for these rebuilding teams and for these elite teams, it's a lot of depth. Yeah, this class absolutely. is very, very depth. You're going to be able to get good guys on cheap contracts yeah. in the fifth round. Absolutely. This is a very deep class. Very nice. You guys, Niners don't have a pick this year, right? In the first two uh, rounds. 30, they have three in the third round. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't see any. They have 99, 101, and 102. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't see a single no. um, second round. That's interesting. But, so they, uh, yeah, they have yeah their, the their second round pick this year was Christian McCaffrey, and their first round pick this year was Trey Lance. So not bad. It's, it's not bad. <laughs> not terrible. You'll, you'll, you'll take that. Yeah, you'll take that. You Hopefully, yeah. hopefully Trey Lance I'm, recovers. That's my guy. That's your guy. I think he Gotta might get traded him. today. Unfortunately, I do think so, too. But I, I need to. I need him to be I, I could very easily see, you know, looking at the Titans. They didn't the take Titan, a quarterback. Yep, the Titans. 41st overall pick. 
Uh huh. The Titans don't could, hate that. The I Titans don't could hate swing that, for that if I'm a Niners fan. I, the, I, I don't see them the Raiders trading because rivalries, no, but um, no, they won't and they won't, they won't do that to Jimmy. <laughs> they, the Niners be, will not be do that. So to, I forgot to Jimmy went there. That's, yeah, fu- they, that's that, funny. They would not I mean, do that to him. Commanders, um. Maybe uh, I don't. They, I really don't know. Even Sam Howell, um, I don't know. I'm trying to we'll think see. of who. They, yeah. they could also very easily just hang on to him. You got two young quarterbacks fighting yeah, for that Purdy's starting still job, not and, and the Niners also are, are known for stashing quarterbacks, mm-hmm. having a guy as a backup. Yeah, uh, we we've seen it a lot with this organization <laughs> over the course of the past yeah. 10, 15 years. Yeah, I'm interested. I, I'm trying to think like. This draft could go any way possible. I don't know who the Giants are going to take at fifty-seven. This yeah, could go any way possible. The, I'm I'm very excited for this second round. Um, starts tonight. I can't remember what time. I think it's a little earlier than Probably eight o'clock seven. because yeah. uh, they do the first two or they do two and three tonight, correct? And then four, five, and six tomorrow. Four, Holy five, shit. six, and seven Saturday. Yeah, day two. Yeah, it starts seven p.m. Seven p.m. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but so. In. Uh, it's going to be a, a very fun night, another fun night of the draft. This is, you know, maybe my favorite time of the year. And, yeah. and who knows, you know what, actually, maybe sometime next week we'll uh, we'll do a full recap of the draft, talk about our biggest winners and losers. Absolutely, I'd be down to do that. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, this is a very fun draft. This is the first draft I've had where I'm not isn't as invested because the Giants have 25. Well, now 24, they traded up, but like they're not in that top five to ten I, range. Yeah, it's kind of enjoyable. I'm not as invested. Uh, actually, I take that back. No. I I was very invested in this class. I yeah, probably I was, know the top 45 guys very very much. Yeah. However, with the Niners not having a pick in the first two rounds, yeah. uh, like late third yeah. round picks. Um, yeah, I think they're all yeah. comp picks too, because the the coaches just love <laughs> yeah, to leave. Rule, yeah. Um, I think this is Sala McDaniel's and uh, um, and D'Amico. and D'Amico. It's unreal. <laughs> all all of them. Unbelievable. It, th- thanks guys. Thanks for leaving. <laughs> um, but I think that's probably gonna wrap it up today. Uh, the NFL draft is, is awesome. It's my favorite time uh, during the football season outside of the Super Bowl. But thank you to Owen Kelty for producing behind the board. For Tyler Who, I'm Danny Scott. Gridiron is a production of WFUV Sports. Mm-hmm.